What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This podcast is sponsored by tourtips.com, the online golf betting resource. Tourtip subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%, and their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. We're back again ahead of round three of the US Open. And at the moment, Russell Henley and Richard Bland are leading the way on five under. Louis Oosthuizen and Matthew Wolf are one shot behind. Bubba Watson on three under alongside John Rahm. And Xander Schaffle, Dave Tyndall's pick ahead of the tournament. He's there nicely positioned on two under and alongside a number of other golfers. Dave Tyndall, it's nicely poised this one going into round three. It is. I mean, it, it would seem on first glance that there's so many players in with a chance. You've got two surprise leaders, so you think they probably can't keep it going. Nine strokes separate the entire field of 71. And yet, and yet, I'm about to give you a stat that will um, ruin the day for lots of people who have backed players who aren't right in the thick of it. Is it, is it going to blow our mind, this stat? Um, well, relatively, yeah. Um it's a surprising one, just the, the sheer extremeness of it. So let, let me go with it. So you think halfway, long way to go still, but no, 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 no. You need to be right up there in the US Open. So, so hear this, 24 of the last 25 winners of the US Open we're in the top six at halfway. Oh wow! Top six. Now that so has that, that yeah. has that has kind of blown my mind because that basically <laughs> takes us. I mean, if, if we if we stretch that a little bit and go to tied seventh, that's basically everybody two under par and above, isn't it? And better. Well, even if you even if you even if you you know why why should you stretch it to tied seventh really? Because that historically that's no good. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, everybody, everybody, John Rahm, Bubba Watson, Matthew Wolf, Louis Tazen, Richard Blunden, Richard Russell Henley, they're the only ones in contention then. That's it. If you if you take a strict interpretation, I mean, 24 out of 25 is is good reason to be strict about it. Then, as you say, we're, we're looking at Bland, Henley, Oosthuizen, Wolf, Watson or Rahm. And then if, if you start to then be a bit more realistic, well, Richard Bland's not going to win the US Open, is he? Is he? Surely not. Russell Henley's never had a top 10 in a Major in 26 attempts. Is he going to win the US Open? Mm. I don't think so. Then you're left with Ustays and Wolf, Watson and, and Rahm. You could even then just back them all. I mean, they're not... I mean, Rahm is the 72 favourite. Yeah, let's have a look at the top end of the uh, the market then. Uh, after saying that, John Rahm, as you say, 72 favourite to win. It's on the shuffle, who is a, a shot out of your little gaggle there. Is, yes. uh, but he was our pick ahead of this one. He's around about, um, well, best price of 15 to 2. Louis Oosthuizen, 15 to 2. Uh, Russell Henley, no, but uh, 12 to 1. Matthew Wolf is there at uh, 12s as well. Um, Brooks Kepka is 16s, um, Bryson DeChambeau 16s, um, Bubba Watson, who's in that gaggle, 
He's a 22. It's Colin Morikawa, who had a good second round. He's around about 25. That's the first time I've ever on this podcast said Colin Morikawa without my mate behind it as well. Yes. So there's a momentous moment. Justin Thomas is 25. Scotty Scheffler, 33s. Richard Blunt, who's currently leading, is all the way down on 33. So the bookies don't give him any chance at all. No, I mean, if you're looking for some value within that top six, you'd have to land on Bubba, wouldn't you, really? At, at 22 to what? Mm. Quarter, I think you can maybe get a fifth, the top four at 22s. Yeah. Um, he's won on this course before. He won the Farmers Insurance Open on the course before. He was six in that same tournament uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, well, sorry, last year. If you read some of his stats, sorry, some of his quotes, um, after the round, he, he just sounds like he's enjoying it. A big thing with Bubba is how comfortable he, he feels on the on the course because he's a bit of a strange creature, but he clearly feels comfortable here. He said, I'm looking forward to it. Whatever position I'm in, I made the cut. So that's a bonus for me. A golf course that I've been successful around a few times, top 10 a few times. So looking forward to the challenge kind of should be fun. So he's, he's not overthinking things. And he also made a point about putting. He, he said the greens, these Poana greens, are bumpy. So he, he reckons that levels the playing field because it makes the the good putters struggle, and then it makes makes the average putters like him more kind of you know every, everyone's sort of having to deal with less than pure greens. So a big price for someone who is in that statistical you know extreme bracket where you're in the top six at halfway, twenty two to one on a you know a two time major winner who's won on the course. I mean, Bubba could go either way. I mean, look what happened to our pick of Tyrrell Hatton yesterday. I went south after about five holes. But I don't know. It's just if, if someone won in a bit of value, Bubba at 22 to 1. Let, let's stretch your um, your stat a little bit. Because if we if we are going to discount Russell Henley and, and Richard Bland at the top there, and they're only one shot clear at the top end, and we and we kind of put a line through them and have Louis Eustazen and Matthew Wolfe leading this US Open at four under, that still brings Xander Schaffley into the mix a little bit, doesn't he? He was our pick ahead of this one. He's got a, he's still got a chance, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, hopefully when we do this podcast next year, I'll be saying 25 of the last six were in the top seven. And it'll still <laughs> sound fairly remarkable. So, yeah, hoping Schaffley can uh, do that. I mean, he's played brilliant. Tita Green, he's been fantastic so far. But I am going to use Schaffley. Well, we've got him in the bag, so um, that's good. We can cheer him on. I'm going to use him as part of a uh, an accumulator on the two balls. Do you want to fire away with that then, see where we get to? Yeah, so I'll start with the um, with Richard Bland and Russell Henley, the two surprise leaders. Bland, I don't really know why he's such a big outsider. It, it, it's like this is ahead of round one and everyone just thinks he's, you know, a sort of, sort of competition winner who's somehow got a place in the field. But obviously... I'm, I mean, he's quite a good competition winner because he's been one under par for the round one and four under par for round two. He got his place in the field. I mean, he, he won on the European Tour very, very recently, became the oldest first-time winner on the European Tour, full of confidence. And he also said, when I saw this place on Monday, it kind of set up to my eye. There's not many dog legs. It's all straight in front of me. So, yeah, when I saw this course, I thought, yeah, I can play around here. So it's not some weird fluke. He's in great form. He's hitting it straight. He likes the look of the course. And, I mean, he's leading. I do think it might just hit him, maybe ahead of the final round if he's still leading, and he'll go, oh, my God, what's going on? But I still think after 36 holes, he can just freewheel it. It's amazing with Bland, though, isn't it, how you can play as long as he's played, and then all of a sudden something's clicked, isn't it? That's what he said himself. He said, you just got to keep at it, because you never know what can happen. I just think he's up against someone in a, in a kind of similar, oh, I've never been here before. Henley admits that he's never been in contention in the major before so he doesn't really know what's going to happen 
So they're both in a similar boat, and Bland has got the more sort of robust recent form. So Bland is being priced up daft, in my opinion, at seven to four. So I thought he could be the first leg. Then we've got Oosthuizen v Wolf. Wolf's form has been horrendous over the last four or five months. He hasn't played since the Masters where he was disqualified. You're kind of thinking, can he keep this going? I mean, it's it's gone well so far, but you you, you do wonder whether he... You know, it's, something might just turn and he'll he'll go back to the bad stuff. Whereas Ustay's and just been playing great in May, just all year for a while. He, he was banging contention in the US PGA, so he's five to six Ustay's and to win that. I think that's a fair price on on the much more reliable player Ustay's. Then we've got Ram against Bubba. Even though I've sort of talked Bubba up, I think Ram is the most likely winner from this point. So I think Ram can beat Bubba. In that one, Ram's fairly short at eight to thirteen, but you know, I just think he's kind of—he's just sort of—he's the big bear, isn't he? Just sort of waiting to sort of attack, and I, th- I think we might just see him go to the head of the leaderboard after after round three. Uh, so he's in at eight to thirteen to beat Bubba, and then the final one is Xander Shaffley. I mentioned him a minute ago against Scotty Scheffler. It's a tale of of two um, players with similar surnames, but also of, of two players who are playing this course very differently. Scheffler's the number one putter so far. He's gained seven strokes uh, with a flat stick. But can that keep going? I'm not so sure where Shoffley is hitting it absolutely incredibly. He's just missed a few frustrating short putts. I mean, he could easily be in the lead. I watched probably the first nine holes of his of his round, maybe a bit more, last night. And oh, he missed some some real gimmies, really. But he sounds very, very confident. He, he put in a lot of prep, which was the reason why we, why we backed him on on Wednesday and he just said all that prep is is working out great so far so he sounds like okay he's missed a couple of putts here and there but he sounds really really confident in what he's doing where Scheffler's maybe just propping it up a little bit with some um, with some hot putting but that's less sustainable than solid tee to green play so Scheffler is 16 to 19 to win that one so not far off evens that uh, acker of Scheffler Ram Ustase and, and Bland comes out uh, just over 12 to 1 if you shop around. William Hill got 12.12 to 1. Betfred 12 to 1. Boyle Sports 12.33 to 1. So, yeah, you're getting about 12 to 1 on that. I like that. John Rahm, I like the description of the big bear. I just done the translation into Spanish. He's a sopatar. He's a bear in, in Spanish. John Rahm is the sopatar or the sopatar or whatever it would be in Spain. He looks uh, quite handy, doesn't he, where he's positioned there. He's got rounds of two under and one under. Just kind of uh, bubbling under the leaders as we go into the third round at the US Open. That fourfold then, again, Bland to beat Henley, Oosthuizen to beat Wolf, Rahm to beat Watson and Schaffele to beat Scheffler. He's around about 12 to 1. Shop around and get your best price on that one. And maybe just a little bit of a sniff on, on Bubba as, that, as part of your stat. The price is a value play. Yeah, you could certainly do that. I mean, you could. there's a couple of them you could back, really, isn't there? Uh, if, you, if you're taking out Bland and Henley, I mean, perhaps that's a mistake in itself, but, you know, you could back Oosthuizen as well, possibly even. John Rahm's quite short, isn't he? But Oosthuizen's yeah. been, uh, you know, he's, he's got major major credentials, hasn't he? And uh, he was not far away in the most recent major either, was he? Yeah, so Oosthuizen, you can get 15 to 2 with Skybet. Okay, Dave Tyndall, thank you very much for those pre-round three tips. We'll be back ahead of the final round of the US Open. Dave Tyndall and myself going every day throughout this major. Thanks, Dave. Cheers, James. And uh, gamble responsibly out there. Enjoy the US Open. Hopefully all of your bets land. Gamble responsibly. We'll see you again tomorrow. 
Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network.